This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. It's hump day, everybody. We made it. Welcome to the hump. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, yesterday we talked about a little feud that's heating up. It's between Kylie Jenner and or the Jenner Kardashian contingent mm-hmm. and a little social media network that we all know and love called Instagram. Yeah. Bradley's got the updates. So, you know, when a Kardashian Jenner speaks, corporate America listens and responds. And we talked a little bit about this story yesterday that they were complaining. First, Kylie complained, then Kim complained about they really just reposted this graphic that said, like, keep uh, keep Instagram, not TikTok or don't make Instagram TikTok, something like that. Basically saying, like, there's too much video on Instagram. Which I'm sure other people have felt, you know, like, what's all this video? Because people get used to things and change yeah, is hard. It is. Totally understand. Mm-hmm. Well, normally you could just write off, like, an opinion by a Kardashian as like, well, that's interesting. We've all got opinions. Thanks for sharing. I'm usually inundated with more of your opinions than I care to know. However, when it comes to, you know, a platform that Kardashians use to sell their businesses, like literally that's their advertising model, right? Like their influency platforms, influencer platforms are the way, the cheapest way, frankly, the easiest way for them to sell their products, Mm -hmm. right? Or to sell products for others. So when they say things, like you should probably listen and pay attention because remember, they have hundreds of millions, if and I would imagine combined billions of followers. So it 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 comes as no surprise then to learn that the CEO of Instagram responded with a video yesterday. Oh, with a video. Yes, indeed. Surprising, <laughs> right? Adam Mazzari from uh Instagram shared his video. On Twitter. On Twitter. Interesting. Yeah, not Instagram. Um, anyway, <laughs> he shared his video. Uh, maybe I'm sure on Instagram it was shared somewhere. But anyway, um, the the video on Twitter that was shared Tuesday was a discussion by Adam about where the brand is going, why things are the way they are, addressing basically all the things. I mean, he did not reference Kardashians by name, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, addressing the issues they've raised and others have raised that got us to this point. So it seems like a no brainer that they were like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. So is there like a, like how did they respond specifically to what Kylie's beef is? Yeah. Well, again, remember um, there, I think their main concern is probably that there's too much video. And he talked about how, well, there were two things actually. One is full you know, picture mode or whatever, where like the entire screen is the picture. Right. That rubs some people the wrong way. And then also the increased video content. Now, for the 
full screen experience, he addressed that as basically like, this is something we're testing. It's not done yet. Okay. And if it were good, we would have put it up already. So, it, you know, not everybody has this. This is just a test. Don't freak out when you see tests. That's just that doesn't mean we're going to do it. It doesn't mean that's the final version of it. Like, this is just a test. You know, can I just pause for a second and have that memory of when Facebook started to change its timeline and Mm -hmm. some people would get things earlier than others Mm -hmm. and you didn't necessarily realize that this was not an experience that everybody was having simultaneously Mm -hmm. that's those things i understand why they do it right they're testing it so they have to actually test it but it is a weird experience to have a different view of it than everybody else has and not know that you're getting a different view of it than everybody else is getting absolutely yeah um and then he talked about you know video content and um uh, I, I was originally going to suggest we play some of this, but honestly, it's just like dry and boring. It's just some guy talking in a room about like the thing. So I can just tell you about those things. Why don't and, you sit in this room and yeah, tell us right? about those things? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he basically talked about like the fact that video is the future. So we're never going to forget photos. Photos aren't going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's a part of their legacy, a part of their heritage in terms of that's how the Instagram you know, I mean, a lot of people used to complain about like, what's with all this, these photos on Instagram? Like, and now everybody uses Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like people don't, you know, like you anyway. Um, so specifically to the criticism about too much video, he was like, well, this is actually what people want. Mm-hmm. So we can tell that more video content engages more people. And so more people want more video content. Right. And so that's why we're serving up more content. Now there's some, there's some finer criticisms. And I think that I, I, it's not to say that I don't think the criticisms are valid. And I'm sure that Instagram takes those criticisms valid. Like for example, and I don't know if you've had this experience I have where they are suggesting posts a lot more. Right. So that like every third post you see is not yours or a friend you follow. Right. Um, And and then you have that, like, I don't know about you, but I go, do I follow? What is this? Yeah. And then you have to scroll up a little bit and it'll say based on, you know, this video was suggested to you based on a like or based on a, video you saw from blah 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 mm-hmm. and you can mute those he points out like this is just the algorithm getting to know you um so i to me i think that's a valid criticism like i don't want to see all these other people's content i want to see the content of the that people I follow. I follow right but in terms of the video overall like people are like stop trying to be tiktok and i i think instagram would probably say although i'm not an apologist for instagram like we're not trying to be tiktok but video is what people want. So right. we're serving up video. And it's clear by all accounts that they are really making it making an attempt to get people to post more video. I will tell you one of the other changes that's coming is that um, from now, well, pretty quickly uh, in the future, anytime you post a video, I think that's like shorter than 15 minutes. It's going to be a real, a real automatically. So, you know, what's interesting about this is, I, you know, I think that, Kylie Jenner and all of the Jenner Kardashians, they have a different perspective because they're probably thinking about how, as content creators, what that means for them. Mm -hmm. Like, what does the change mean for them? And I can say on a very, very small level, and I don't typically keep track of my engagement on Instagram because that's just not what I'm there for. But I will say, sometimes I will notice when I've posted something and I'm like, Huh, that's weird. I thought like I'd get more like engagement with that because I thought it was kind of fun and cute or whatever. So just over this past weekend, I had posted a, a video and I went in to check the 
to look at the insights because I like to see if people have commented or whatever. And I realized it was not reaching nearly as many people because the algorithm is starting to shift. Now for me, I don't care. It was like a personal video. It was cute. I thought it was fun, whatever. But for like a Kylie Jenner, that is their bottom line. Well, and and not even Kylie Jenner. I wouldn't even be thinking about Kylie Jenner or Kris Jenner or Kim Kardashian. I would be thinking about all the small creators because those are the ones that it actually matters. It doesn't matter for Kylie Jenner. Right, to your point, they've got like... Uh, such a large following because yeah. yeah their followings are so large and they're at a like macro level just far you know they have capabilities because they can just buy advertising mm-hmm. right like the average content creator on instagram um really lives and dies by what the you know what the parameters are and so it, they need to know as creators what those what those parameters are and they need to be able to then be flexible and that's the argument i would make if you're a content creator on instagram Better or better to like just learn what their uh, changes are, right? Versus like thinking you're going to change them. I mean, offer feedback, sure, great. But in the meantime, there are creators that because, for example, the video. I don't know if the video you posted was a reel or video, because if it was a video, the reason nobody saw it is because they down. Uh, like that goes lower in the priority. The, they downrank just a raw yeah. video like that because it's not a reel and they don't want, they would prefer people to see reels. Okay. And so there are things that they can do um, to encourage people to get the content they want. That's why they've been like paying people to do yeah. reels. Like it, it literally is an attempt to catch up, I think, with where the internet is moving, which is just all video all the time. Right. So, which is, but, I mean, you know, you're right though. And we've known that for a long time. Uh, here, because we've talked about that back when we were really just doing Facebook, there was a lot of talk about videos are engaged with more. Yeah. So that's not a new concept. Yeah. It's just being delivered in a different way. Yeah, or, I can't remember the last know, time I watched a video on Facebook, by the way, but I don't actually sit on Facebook right, very much at all. Right. Right. But at the time, there was a time when yeah. it was like oh, we knew sure. yeah. video was more capturing, would capture more people mm-hmm. and would be more engaging. And so this is really not, it shouldn't really become a, such a surprise. Uh, also, Instagram is nothing like it was when it started. Right. No app is. And like, you know, I think TikTok is unique and whatever. But um, but I think that Instagram, anyway, the moral of the story in terms of this particular story is that uh the Kardashians still have an incredible ability to control the conversation right. about social media, which, you know, is not a value judgment. It's just a fascinating thing. Right. And the other thing to kind of read into is when Kylie Jenner says something like that, is she saying that as like talking about her own preference or uh-huh. is it in some way to defend her own brand? Yeah. Which I feel like, it's best to just assume they're always trying to defend their brand. Yeah. A little from column A. Yeah, a little from column B. Well, and yeah. I think it's also a little bit of ego. They're like, yeah. oh, I can move the dial. Because right. how many times has Kim Kardashian, or like, uh, I think it was Kim Kardashian that uh, has consistently tried to get Twitter to create the edit button or, yeah. like, you know, like think that she can just call up at the time Jack Dorsey and get him to make changes in Twitter. Right. You know, and, and it's not for nothing, but it's also understandable why they then think they continue to have that kind of power right right exactly it's sort of like the beast that feeds itself yes and i imagine we'll continue to hear what they have to say about whether or not they like the changes i can't wait your favorite social media platform i can't wait for the kardashian jenner review Mm. 
But when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to review an entire dirt alert. Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has arrived with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Halls? Guys, we got to clear the record here of a story that we talked about all day yesterday. Turns out, not accurate. Tony Dow, still alive. That is really good news. That was such a bizarre story because, again, to your point, Holly, we'd been talking about it pretty much all the way through our show, on and off. And then it was literally when we got off the air. Who who was it that alerted? Was it you, Bradley? Yeah, said, hey, I was guys. looking at TMZ and I go, um, TMZ just said he's still alive, you guys. Uh, what a bizarre story. He's still in hospice. Yes. Um, but but very much alive. Yes, very much alive. Now, Tony Dow, who played Wally Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver, news yesterday was that he had passed away. Now, that message from Dow's management team has been removed from social media because it was first posted on Facebook. But of course, and it was his, by the way, his official Facebook page. Well, it was his official Facebook yeah. page, and so people assuming that his official Facebook page has official news on Tony Dow went with yeah. it. You know, all the major publications were going with the story, hence why we went with it. Exactly. You know, it wasn't like some weird side advertisement in right. the right in the right gutter of the Daily Mail. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this was a story, but yeah, he's he's still alive. It sounds like the confusion was with his wife and his wife's understanding of whether or not he was alive and then that was passed to his agent yeah, or yeah. I think it management team. Yeah, and then they updated the Facebook page, but uh which I mean makes me have more questions that we don't have answers to. Um but apparently his son and his son's wife uh spoke to TMZ and said, no, he's alive. We're with him. And, um, you know, that's sort of where we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're very happy. Right. To still have him. Yeah. Uh, it's such a, but such a bizarre story and like, didn't see that coming. And oddly, I don't know about you guys, but there was like a, my family was having a conversation about it. My mother-in-law was like, Oh, I loved him so much. And then I swooped in and I was like, guys, good news. Actually, all of this is not correct. Um, and how strange that is to kind of go through that experience. I feel it's like we've been here like, before, and I'm trying to remember who it was well, that this happened with. Um, I no, you're right. I think yeah, there was another person where we had heard that they had passed away, and then we learned that they had. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. But the thing it reminded me of was Lori and Julia re-grieving well, yeah. Annette Funicello yeah, yeah. Was, years later. Yeah. Was, 
That, that, that was, was their issue. That was a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. That happened. So we'll leave that over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Sean Mendez. He announced that he has canceled the rest of his tour for mental health reasons. He had canceled his uh, a bunch of shows this summer earlier this month, but now he has made it official that he is canceling his world tour, which just kicked off in Portland earlier this summer and was supposed to run all the way through late next summer. But that is not going to be happening anymore. He consulted with professionals. He consulted with himself. And the best decision they decided was that he was not going to be touring anymore. I mean, you know, probably not a huge surprise. Uh, it's just, you know, I always have questions about stories like these. You want to know, like, the details and we're not entitled to them, per se. Mm-hmm. But but still fascinating because that has to be a huge decision to decide to cancel. Because you've got so many moving parts and so many people relying on, you know, that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's concert infrastructure. It's not just Sean Mendez deciding to pull up to the XL Energy Center and yeah. whipping out his guitar and yeah. singing a song for you. There are hundreds of people who are employed in mm-hmm. this endeavor. Yeah. So not an easy decision probably to I'm come sure. to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh bad news for Beyonce. Approximately thirty six hours before the release of Renaissance, Ooh. and it has apparently been leaked on the Ooh. internet. Yeah, so social media media filled with comments on the leak. Variety confirming this, they were able to find a high quality file that cert- they said certainly sounds like the album within a matter of minutes. So I'm just letting you know it's out there. I have so many questions about the, the wording of that. Like, it certainly sounds like the album. Yeah, well, I mean, somebody went lurking on the dark yeah. web and they're like, I think I found Renaissance by Beyonce, but we're not quite sure. Gosh, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's a huge bummer. I feel like didn't. OK, now maybe I just am having deja vu about everything. But didn't that happen to her with another album? I don't think with her. But that's certainly the release. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, early release. When I first heard this story, I thought this was like an intentional early release. Right. I didn't realize it was actual, you know, like somebody dropped. And also, couldn't we tell who did that? I, one would think. But I don't, I'm like, not the one to ask about this? the dark web. On the World Wide Web. Like, I'm, I'm saying like, is it on a website? I mean, it's got to be somewhere that people yeah. are listening to it. Uh, well, it seems like perhaps some posts on social media claiming that they have the albums showed CD copies of the album for sale over in Europe. Because I because I think that part of this Renaissance release is that over on Beyonce's website, she is selling actual compact discs ah. of this album. So perhaps somebody, somebody got, got an early copy and uh, uploaded it to the Internet. Yeah, uh. kind of like old school LimeWire. Interesting. Oh <laughs> they still have that. I have no idea. Good question. God, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, Harry Styles sent Lizzo some flowers after her song About Damn Time hit Aww. the number one on the Billboard oh, Hot 100 chart. They, yeah. They're, they're kind of besties, right? Totally. They're kind of besties. And also Harry Styles, his song, as it was, had been in number one all summer long. So it was Aww. Lizzo that dethroned took him. That dethroned him. Uh, I do have to say this, you guys. We listened, and I had not, I don't know why it didn't even occur to me to listen to the whole Harry Styles album. We were listening to it last night during dinner, and I was like, oh my gosh, why? It's so good. Yeah. So it's not just that song, yeah. which is such a great song. The whole album is really good. And again, I'm here for this, you know, friendship between Harry Styles and Lizzo. Oh, yeah. Um, and she certainly does deserve that number one spot. Yeah. Yes, she does. Well, and if you want to go and listen, Harry Styles' album, Harry's House, is available now. And Lizzo's yeah. new album is available, too. Yeah, so you can listen to all of it on yeah. Shuffle, on Spotify, wherever you listen to stuff. <laughs> Thank you. That's just where I do. Uh, 
Kevin from The Office making headlines today. Brian Baumgartner said that he wanted to distance himself from the character Kevin Malone after The Office wrapped up on NBC. Okay. Yeah. Understandable if you're playing, you know, a unique character. Yeah, he said he told Entertainment Weekly that he tried taking on roles the opposite of Kevin Malone after the series wrapped over on NBC after eight years. But uh, he said that there were just more uh, like clumsy Kevin, the roles that he was being offered. But you know what? He eventually leaned into it because I believe the statistic goes that Brian Baumgartner is the number one person on Cameo right now, the celebrity messaging Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I will say, you know, it's funny because sometimes an actor plays a great character role and then it seems like every role they do after that is some variation on that theme. And I think we always tend to blame, not blame, but like think that that's the actor's choice to just do one note. But it also, it goes both ways, right? Because they may be asked because they were so good at that role to do some version of that. Oh, I'm sure if anything, most actors hate getting typecast like that. But in the world that we live in now where nothing goes away, it's probably much harder to get away from that. So better to probably just embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. And just be Kevin. Drop that chili on the ground. Yeah, man. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I suppose you either lean into it or you lean out of it and you resist it. And at a certain point, seems like Brian Baumgartner was like, well, people want to lean in and cash in. Yeah. And if it gets to that earlier than, you know, Vanilla Ice did, that's even better because you can continue your career in that way. Deborah Gibson. Exactly. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve. We're going to do that in the form of blind items. Holly's going to deliver them. We are going to attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Culture mysteries. We are the solvers of said mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Holly Roberts is the deliverer of these mysteries, and uh, she does that in the form of some blind items. In a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Fresh off the press. Yas Queen. Hot and fresh. Hot and fresh. Just for you. Nibble on this delicious celebrity gossip. Okay, crunch, crunch. With a big hearing set to take place that will further implicate the reality family's ties to this business manager, Mm. don't be shocked to finally learn the name of the trademarked baby. Oh. Well, that's Kris Jenner, Mm -hmm. the Kardashians, Mm -hmm. Lou Taylor Mm -hmm. for Brittany. Yeah. Uh And And uh, Kylie's baby. Yes. Baby. So, with a big hearing set to take place that will further implicate the Kardashians' ties to Lou Taylor, Mm. Britney Spears' former business manager, don't be shocked to finally learn the name of Kylie Jenner's baby, which anti- distract all of us. Yes, which uh, anti lawyer is alluding to the fact that the reason we don't know the baby's name is because they've been hustling behind the scenes to trademark the name. Mm. Yeah. And so as a part of the documentation from the deposition, presumably, is where, why, how we would learn about it? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that isn't, I, I feel like that was this week. I don't know. I need to go back and look to see what when is the step time? In deposition takes place. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Where am I? <laughs> well, I can tell you, Colleen and Bradley, you're right here solving celebrity gossip mysteries with me. Like this one. 
To get people on his side, this former A-list singer has created a deep fake video that makes an ex look like a liar. Whoa. Okay. A-list? Former? Former A-list singer. Not from a band. Right? Uh, Yeah, they were a part of a band. Okay. Mm -hmm. So somebody's going to create a deep fake video that doesn't make them seem like a D-bag. So who do we think is a D-bag in a band? Mm. Like, is it like an assaulty claim? Uh, Like somebody claimed them or claimed that they assaulted them? Yeah, it's a bad claim. Mm. Is it? It's not. Is it the Ricky Martin situation? Yeah, Mm. it is. Oh, so says the comment section. God, he is deep on this. This uh, Ricky Martin he really is. And Team Lawyer is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the I con- mean, Ricky Martin's also deep in it, too, yeah, but well, different yeah. kind. Uh, well, the conspiracy grows. And T. Lawyer says in this blind item to get people on his side, Ricky Martin has created a deep fake video that makes an ex look like a liar. Wow. That's so interesting. Uh, this is going to get awkward. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time that. Somebody has used deep fake videos, the internet, bots, etc. To try to manipulate the public's perception. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. okay. Those Great. deep fakes are real. I mean, that's fake. messy. Yes, but it could get real messy. Oof. Let's go back in time. Yes, like Huey Lewis in the news. We got a blind item that has now been confirmed. And I'm pretty sure, Colleen and Bradley, you mentioned this on the air when it was hot and fresh. The music manager everyone loves to hate has not done a thing for the latest release from this former A-list tween teen singer, actress, B-plus list singer. The singer's latest single and video have done nothing. And the record is expected to be a flop, which would get the singer kicked off the label. So it's Scooter, Scooter Braun and Demi Lovato. Yes. So we were right. Yeah. So Ugh. looks like Scooter Braun is doing nothing to promote Demi Lovato's new single. Their record is expected to flop, which would get Demi Lovato kicked off their record label. I, again, I just the thing I find the most sad about this is how Demi Lovato jumped to the defense of... Scooter. Scooter Braun, when Scooter Braun really needed, Swift. yeah, needed some some positive PR. Yeah, I mean, ugh, I don't know, it's but it's show fr- it's show business. It ain't show friends. I'm just saying. That's true. I don't. I haven't listened to that album, by the way. I have no. Neither clue. have I. I, s- I like watched the video without listening to the song. It's very Avril Lavigne esque. Oh, okay. Demi Lovato means, but... leaning into guitars. Uh, okay, like very... a little pop punky. Yes, I think Olivia Rodrigo definitely kicked off something last year, uh, putting guitars and instruments into mm-hmm. their music, and mm-hmm. it seems like Demi Lovato is following suit. It's actually a decent song. Okay, okay. yeah, not Noted. too, not Good too for them. shabby. Here's uh, one that has been confirmed. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this one. So, new to the ears. Whenever he was on set with his wife, this permanent A-list mostly movie actor, who's an Oscar winner slash nominee, would leave his microphone on at least once during filming while he had sex with his wife in his trailer. Oh my gosh, what? Okay. 
um, gross. Yeah. Okay. Start the. What, what are we looking for again? And so was she on in on set too, or she just happened to be there? Like I, she wasn't like working. No, this person probably was visiting. At least this person has been married multiple times. At one point, one of his wives was an actress. Okay. But we don't know which one it was. Oh. Oh. Okay. And what and what's the status of the person we're looking for? Permanent A-list. Permanent A-list. Mostly movie actor. Who's, who's been in, married many times. Well, multiple times. Multiple I times. I would say three, at least. Jack Nicholson. Uh, I don't know. Older, younger? Younger. Okay. Uh, it's not like Jack <sighs> Nick or uh, Harrison Ford. No. <laughs> Permanent A-list. Yes. I mean, that should be... Enough right there. Robert Redford. Like how much younger? Uh, than Jack Nicholson? Yeah. About 10 years. Oh, oh okay. okay. So mm-hmm. still old. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. We have Nicolas Cage. Probably too young. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's got to be around like the Harrison 40s. Yeah, a little younger. <laughs> A little younger than Harrison Ford, but definitely launched to fame at the same time as Harrison Ford. Okay. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. That's mm-hmm. a good hint. Uh-huh. And like... So... Is I... this person known for any type of like franchise Multiple. activity? Multiple franchises. Multiple. That is... Multiple franchises. Yes. So Permanent A-list. Permanent iconic. Iconic. Oh my God! This John is... Travolta. <laughs> Tom Cruise. No, because he would be older than Tom oh. Cruise. Yes, multiple franchises, uh, and quite frankly, yes, both franchises have been stretched across decades in one form or another. So, not a Star Wars franchise. Not a Star Wars. No. Is it a Steven Spielberg? It is not a Steven Spielberg. I don't know if this person has ever worked with Steven Spielberg. But hmm. still in multiple decade spanning hmm. franchises? Yes. Is it like a like a James Bond? Uh no, that's a good guess, but not James Bond. Oh my Bond. god, what franchises I know, are this is there? Hard. Okay, uh, I would say what? Let's just do other franchises. Mm-hmm. Okay, other franchises that would span multiple decades. I would say they're actually a part of three franchises. Oh wow! Now, when you think about it, one of them's a, a little more of a modern day franchise, but two of them classic. So Jumanji? No, I mean that's not what I meant. Oh my gosh! Ah, I'm sorry. Batman? I meant Jurassic no. Park. No, come on, come earlier. On. Jaws? No. Come on. Come on. Horror? No, action. Terminator. Oh. oh. Sylvester, Rocky. Sylvester Stallone. There we go. Oh, oh. Rocky. Rambo. Uh-huh. The Expendables. Uh-huh. Didn't we? We had one about him yesterday. We sure did. Now we got and another one. And he's real up in his grill. Yeah, so apparently whenever Sylvester Stallone was on set with one of his wives, we don't know which one. Uh, he would leave his microphone on at least once during filming while well, he had sex with I his wife in the trailer. To listen to. No, no, thank you. Have you had sex now? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Adrian. Okay, but he wasn't having sex with Adrian. Okay, 
it was one of his wives, and yeah. we don't know who. Yeah. God, that was just. That- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, no do you have anything else over there, like any kind of palate cleanser that's... Here we go. The pint-sized A-list actor always swore he would never do television. Mm. Well, there does appear to be a series in the works, so Oof, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Interesting. Now, yeah. what are we talking? Uh, which franchise? Well, he's not necessarily going to do a franchise. No, I'm saying which franchise? That, well, because I'm assuming it's one of his franchises that's being turned that's into gonna a TV. TV? Uh, not no. necessarily, no. Oh, okay. No, right. just that he would be going to television. Interesting. Okay. That would be very Tom interesting. Cruise. Like, that would be a big deal. That would well, be. Well, I mean, all of his, you know, compatriots, his, uh, you know, peers. Yeah. Have. I mean, right. Kidman. Or are doing. Or are doing, yeah. right. And, you know, he's had his entire career in film. That would be very, that would be an interesting shift. Tom, we got to get you on the Showtime. we got to get you on the HBO Max. Because that's where the kids are these days. Right. When we return on the, thank you, Holly, by the way, for those blind items. Great job. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get the Cobra gang together, Britney style. Uh, because she made a really good decision. We're going to tell you what that decision was after this on My Talk 1071. Miss those talk. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And yeah, uh, yeah. don't forget to get those Cat Video Festival tickets. And yeah, yeah, yeah. then you'll get to see that laser show. Laser. Lasers. Uh, but now on the Colleen and Bradley show, a whole different kind of show, not lasers. But we should probably get the Cobra gang together. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we'll throw the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Um, at least we can all agree on one thing Brittany's doing right, and that's being represented by a guy named Matthew Rosengart, because he's coming for Papa Spears. Mm, what's the latest on that? Because, yes, so, he has, I mean, he clearly has a plan, and he's getting ready to unleash it. Yeah, and he's doubling down. My girl is not sitting for your depot. That's a legal speak yeah. for deposition or testify at the trial exclusive courtesy of TMZ uh, Britney Spears I, I'm not going to read their words because they're always like Britney Spears may be singing again but she won't be talking under oath <laughs> <laughs> that's because Matthew Rosengart who literally is probably the best person uh, Britney has in her orbit when it comes to taking care of uh, business mm-hmm. every day taking care of business <laughs> You don't want to dance? Okay. Oh, I was dancing. Um, I just filed, wasn't singing along. <laughs> he filed yeah. legal documents in this ongoing legal battle against Jamie Spears. Now, remember, there's this deposition that he's going to have to sit for. Mm-hmm. But but he, that is Jamie Spears, the father of one Britney Spears, says that she needs to sit down for a deposition because that biatch 
is saying some nasty things about him on the Insty, right? Like, among other things. Right. So it's basically sort of like this tit-for-tat thing. Well, um, Matthew, uh, like I said, filed documents, basically saying that, um, look, Brittany is not going to sit down. There is no reason for her to call be called as a witness if this case ends up in trial. In fact, she won't even need to take the stand because this is not about Brittany. No, this is obviously about him and his mismanagement of the conservatorship yep and because she doesn't need to stand uh at on this or she doesn't need to take the stand aka she doesn't need to be a part of this trial there's no reason for her to be deposed well and you know i i i'm glad that somebody smart who actually has a law degree is saying this kind of thing because i kind of had wondered the same thing it seemed like a really dumb thing in the first place for jamie spears to be saying yeah, no, I won't sit and talk unless she sits and talk. Well, you didn't let her talk for a decade, right? Like, and a she, half. yeah, exactly. She's talking now. You just don't like what she's saying. And so yep. the the bottom line is, um, yay. And he's also Matthew saying, Rosengard, Matthew Rosengard, again, Brittany's attorney. And the reason that he is like the best thing she's got going, because like her own Instagram posts, uh, be darned, um, he is saying, look, this case is not going to be one on, on uh, testimony. It's going to be one on documents and proof uh-huh. that Jamie Spears is a hot mess who messes. And, um, you know, so he's he's just pushing back on this, you know, because you could just see Jamie's attorneys being like, well, she did stuff, too. We need to mm-hmm. talk to her. And it's like, no, you're just trying to slow down the process and take the focus off of the malfeasance yeah. that you uh, were allegedly supposedly a part of. I will say now, this is not to say that Brittany's not going to have to like be accountable to some stuff or have to testify to some stuff or perhaps even be deposed. It's that her attorney is trying to keep that from happening because, you know, to be fair, if she does get deposed, that's like dangerous territory. Because do you want you? Brittany's your client. Yeah. I mean, I've read her Instagram, so I know you're not a, a qualified attorney like I am. Yeah. On this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think that's a good idea no, for our client? That's not a good idea. No, because yeah. they can get caught up in all sorts of like rabbit holes and side, you know, experiences that have nothing to do and will take the focus off the fact that this dude took money allegedly from his daughter for the last 14 years. I mean, yes. And also, I wonder, you know, if she did have to be deposed, I'm sure. Are you okay there? I just splashed myself in my face <laughs> while I was drinking water. Uh, um, if she were deposed, something tells me that they would, I feel like there would be, a, and again, amateur, definitely not a lawyer, but a way to point back to kind of the way that she tells her own story in that in sort of that haphazard angry oh, rageful way like literally you could just see a jury like uh like you don't want that is that what yeah, you're saying well what i am saying is if that did happen no you don't want that but if it did happen i feel like there's a way to argue that the reason that's happening oh, is because yeah. of jamie spears behavior well that's what i would do as yeah. her attorney is be like y- you see how she doesn't make any sense right now that's, that's what 14 years of having every uh move you make like I'll not be being watching able to you pee without permission who sang that song Pee without permission. Oh, it Pee is. Without permission Sting. And you know is why me. I know that? Yes. Only murders in the building. Exactly. Which I can't. I mean, we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about that it. later. Uh, anyway, um, 
Yeah. So you, but that's a hard, you don't want to have to make that argument. No, because that's a hard needle to thread. Yeah. And because I I just think you, you want to keep the focus on this dude is a bad dude. Like he malfeased for years. He malfeased. He (laughs) malfeased. He was, he was real malfeasy. Malfosen. Get that looked at. Uh, Yeah. So, so, but that's why I say we can all agree that Brittany did the right thing to hire Matthew Rosengart because he is not messing around. He's not playing. Mm-mm. He is not in the pocket of anybody. And I also think one of the reasons he's been able to be so successful is that he's probably got a very long leash, meaning like Britney Spears does probably not have very much interaction with him on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so it's not good. Like, he's not going to be like, she's not going to be go- calling him and being like. I want, like, you know, because right now her needs to us are going to seem petty. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be things like real, like. Things that she didn't have for over a yeah, decade. Like, and what about not having Starbucks? Yeah, right. Okay, honey, we, of the list yeah. of things, right. Starbucks is pretty low. Right. So what I'm saying is he's not having to probably have a lot of those conversations right. with her. There is some distance between them. So he can go off and do the things that he needs to do uh, that he does well. Yeah. While if only they could keep her, I shouldn't say they keep her, if only she would see the value in speaking less until he, that is her father, has been held accountable, the better. And you kind of see how that's playing out in real time, right? Because every time she does speak in a run-on, it kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of only murders in the building, that's one of the things we're watching. But what are you watching? 651-641-1071. What you watching? We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.